When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out what Ox1947, a.k.a. Joe Soro, is saying today at LakersBall.com. Plus, our good friends also as well at Lakerholics.com. They've got always a ton of fun and a ton of things to say about the Los Angeles Lakers right there for you at Lakerholics.com. Be part of the conversation there today at Lakerholics.com. Plus, if you want your lawn transformed into something much more beautiful than it is today, and you live in the Southern California area, of course, there's no better place to go than Simblades. Simblades with the wine.com. And our good friends of the Hoop Pets Podcast Network, we always have got to give them a good shout out. If you can support all that, give us a like on this video if you can, wherever you're catching it. Plus, also, if you're on YouTube, please subscribe. We are so close, oh, so close to 400 subscribers. So please go ahead and get us over the hump today right there for you on YouTube. And if you could do all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, it's that time again. Each and every week we try to go ahead and observe the NBA as only we can with both eyes fixed. They're absolutely fixed on the NBA and no better person to go ahead and check out what is going on with the NBA is good man indeed. It is the man behind LakersBall.com, a good man that's going to go ahead and tell you if he was commissioner, what he would be doing. It is, of course, Joe Sorrow. And Joe, the first thing we're going to discuss, because we're heading into the Christmas break, which isn't a break for the NBA, because, of course, that's the prime time when they want to go ahead and put games out there. Got a ton of games coming out for you during the Christmas uh, Day festivities and all that. When it comes to the NBA, though, I know a lot of people always say, okay, if I I were commissioner, I would love to do this. If I were commissioner, I would love to do that. And my good friend, Mr. TJ Johnson, hopefully I'll be able to get a hold of him later this week to go ahead and ask him some questions on it because he's been wanting to go ahead and share his thoughts. If he were commissioner, what would he like to change? But I don't know when I'm going to be able to schedule that over the next few weeks. So I will go ahead and ask Joe Soro this question because he decided to come on the show today with me. So, Joe, if you were named commissioner, if you were voted by the regents and the trustees and the governors of the NBA, they felt that you were a man in good standing to go ahead and change the NBA as you see fit, a product that's already making a lot of money, on the verge of signing a nice big fat TV contract, on the verge of possibly new negotiations on the way between them and the players' union, hopefully leading to a contract so we don't have any kind of strike or kind of uh, maybe nothing impaired as far as a upcoming schedule is concerned. So your thoughts, if you were named commissioner, what would you do? In general, for the NBA or the 
Whatever you want. You're commissioner. I, I You're the commissioner. I'd say we, we discussed a little bit of this on the previous show, so I'll kind of continue from that. Mm-hmm. The participation of the players, how to monitor that needs to be a little bit more rigorous. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of common sense or the reality of, of things versus want that's kind of swimming in back and forth there. Mm-hmm. So if you're Adam Silver, if I'm the commissioner and somebody comes to me and says, we're going to give you an additional $5 billion in these TV contracts based off of what they've seen the last since the last negotiation, you're probably going to look at the situation going, well, looks like everything is going well. So on the surface, the, on the surface. Now, behind the scenes, what could go wrong from a financial standpoint? Is it a facade? Is it what? What exactly would go? This is these guys are all money people. So if they're making the money they want, what what under the surface would be the issue to where they would change something? It would have to be a, a big group of owners who respect the game enough if it's involving the ethics of the game. The ethics of the game right now is we've turned NBA basketball players into starting pitchers in, the major, in, 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 in baseball. They are overly managed, overly protected, and have diluted the experience of the event of going to an NBA game because we don't know if we buy a ticket in August for a December game to go see LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, you tried. I give you an A for yeah. Yeah, I can never say Antetokounmpo. Yeah, uh, Kawhi Leonard, especially like if you're if you're buying those tickets early, you you don't know if you're going to go see LeBron James or. Kendrick Nunn starting in his position. And I feel like if that's something of, of concern about the image of the game, then I'd say there might be there might be something there. But I, I, if they're continuing to get the money that they want, do they really care? Mm-hmm. And that's that's the sad part about it is there isn't enough pressure on it because they're still making their money. They're still we're still watching the game. Well, I didn't watch the game yesterday because I finally had to put my foot down. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have watched the game if LeBron and Russell Westbrook were playing. I would have watched the game. When I found out Russell Westbrook... Matter of fact, I would have watched if Russell Westbrook had played. When I saw he wasn't playing, that was, a again, one of these to the product. I said, no. You know what? If you don't respect us enough to to play the health, the guys that are healthy with, with your sore foots. I have a sore foot too. Um, sitting down, by the way. If if that's the case, then you know what? I'm not gonna watch. And if I'm if I'm Adam Silver, and I have a lot of respect for Adam Silver, immense respect for him. Uh, I would try to get a hold of this out of the, out of just pure integrity of the game, not just focusing on money, but. A little bit of me says it's not going to matter. Well, we'll see if, if that does change. But obviously, I think something needs to be addressed because it's getting a little bit more rampant, a little bit more. Uh, where, again, there's more scheduled games like this, where there's games in the schedule where you know that they're going to sit down a lot of, lot of players, a lot of star players. And that, to me, is unfair to the people that are paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Can you ask for a refund? If you're a season ticket holder, can you ask for you know 141 of your money back? You know, you know, can you ask for some type of accommodation? It's like, okay, you when you go order a sandwich and you don't get what you want in the sandwich, what do you do? You go ahead and you get it returned or you get some type of compensation coming back to you because you didn't get what you ordered. When you pay a ticket for a basketball team to go see you're expecting the players that you're expecting to go ahead and be there unless they're really truly injured i mean anybody going to a lakers game now 
has got to understand Anthony Davis has legitimately hurt his right foot. He will be gone and out of the lineup for weeks, possibly all season. And I know that I don't, I know people don't want to hear me when I say that, but there's a possibility because it's so vague, the report on exactly what is wrong with his right foot, that it always leads to that open speculation. So, you know, going to the games now, going to the Staples Center, that you know AD is still going to be out of the lineup. But you don't know if LeBron James is going to be sat down. You don't know if Russell Westbrook is going to be sat down. You can only assume by the point in the schedule that, oh, it's a back-to-back. On the front side, they'll be there. On the back side, you're out of luck. There there are other things that I'd like to address. Uh, yes, Commissioner. About about what I would what I would try to enhance here, I I, I really think Adam Silver. I, I I, it's wishful thinking about monitoring this. I, I just don't know if if they can re- if he can really change this because they can always come back and say, look, you don't know if my foot hurts. You don't know if this is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's the problem. There is it's it's going to be speculation and. The NBA PA could go come back and go. He's a he's legitimately hurt. Blah blah blah. How do you how do you really know? But a couple things that I I would I would really like to change. Uh, if 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 these prima donnas, no, that's not the right word. They've always been prima donnas. Uh, if these babies don't want to play eighty two games a season, then Adam Silver needs to do. And I I had a uh, a graph that I made. And when we get into more, more more of an advanced show here where we can have graphs showing, mm-hmm. uh, I think what the NBA needs to do is, especially when they expand the 32 teams, they're going to have four divisions with four teams in each uh, division. If you got it on your computer, I can show it. I have it in my head, and I'm used to doing it that way. I'm okay. sorry. I probably should have put this together. Okay. Well, next but time I, we'll – I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll Yes. A holographic three. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will. I, but I will articulate this to where you will be able to understand it. Okay. So the NBA is going to eventually get. I don't know when it will be, and I actually don't think it's a good idea. I know they want Seattle basketball back in Seattle. I know they want to. They want a team in Las Vegas. The problem is the talent is already diluted enough. The NBA probably should have stayed at 26, 26 teams instead of going to thirty. That's that's kind of my opinion because you have a very limited amount of really good basketball players, and then you have a very, very small amount of all-stars, and then you have an even tinier version of the elite of the elites, and then there's the elite of the elites of the elites. It's very, very small. It just keeps getting smaller and smaller. We talked on the last show how we don't really know who's the number one basketball player on the planet at the moment, and that's very rare in the NBA. Usually you have one that's kind of taken the – the torch and, and kind of owned it for about four or five years. At the moment, we don't really have anybody. You can say it's Giannis. You can say it's Luca. You have a two-time MVP and Jokic, who uh, would anybody really consider him the best player in the NBA? There's always a debate there for with him. So with that, uh, I think the NBA, if they want to, if they want to, enhance the regular season and enhance the ability for these guys to not have as many injuries, make it more of a regional regular season. Meaning if you do end up going to 32 teams, now you have four teams in each division. And now you need to start scheduling these division games to the point where they're playing each other regularly to the point where we're tired of watching them, to the point where we're so tired of watching them, the rivalries begin, and it matters in the term in the, in the matters of, of who wins the division. It becomes more regional. It becomes more uh, uh, these rivalries that, that, are, that are built from this because they play each other so much. And then you're also cutting back on travel. You're cutting back on the problems with the back-to-back. I like the fact that they had a back-to-back this year against San Antonio, and they were both in San Antonio. That's a smart move. You need to do more of this if these guys are going to cry about being injured all the time. So if they're not flying 10 hours east, if you count the extra three hours, and dealing with jet lag, dealing with whatever it is with their first-class planes and their first-class medical attention and their first-class 
you know who's and all this first class stuff, that stuff's not enough for them to get riled up to go play that night. Now they got to sit down because their foot hurts. Okay. Then condense the travel time. Condense it to the point where you're playing Sacramento if you're the Lakers eight times a year. You're playing Phoenix eight times a year. You're playing the Clippers eight times a year, which is great because you wouldn't even need to leave town. Then at that point, I want to see what the excuse then would be if you don't have to do all that traveling. I find it hilarious, hilarious that the same people who won't do this are the same people who were talking about the 2020 Mickey Mouse championship. That's them saying it. Saying, oh, well, they didn't have to travel. That's why they were able to do it. That's why the Lakers were able to win the championship. I said, okay, so the Lakers are the only team out of the 16 that happened to just take advantage of this. What happened to the other 15? What happened to the other 15? Why didn't they take advantage of it? What happened? Oh, they didn't have to travel or they didn't have to do this. They didn't have to do that. So which one is it, guys? Which one is it? It, you, you basically just confirmed that it does work, that no one got hurt, that everyone, that the Lakers, hey, they didn't have to travel. LeBron didn't have to travel. AD, you know, So you got the template right there. Make it more regional. You make it regional. Now what's the excuse then? What would the excuse be? I was Plenty curious. of excuses. They'll try. And that's that's the thing. That's the, that's the problem with this in general, just people. They'll always find a way to, to, to get what they want, and you're paying these guys $30, $40 million a year. How are you going to have a $5 million a year coach hold LeBron or Russell Westbrook or Anthony Davis or Jimmy Butler or whoever? Who, who's going to – who's gonna? what are these – are these guys really going to listen to some coach who – the average coach gets fired, what, every three, four years? They're not going to listen to the coach. So who are they going to listen to? Are they going to listen to ownership? No. General manager? No. Are they going to listen to Adam Silver? Maybe. Maybe not. Is, 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 what's, 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 what's it going to take? What's it going to take to get the superstars to play? I want to watch LeBron James play. I want to watch... Kawhi Leonard play and Paul George. I want to watch the stars play. If they're not playing, then when does it hit the wall? Is it just going to be a bunch of robots that we just make bets on? Is that where the future lies? Is that what eventually this thing's going to be? That's a good question. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, what we have right now is a league that's still doing pretty good. It's got the big TV contract ahead. Again, the CBA, they still have to go over. Hopefully they can do that without any type of delays or any breaks in the season. So hopefully that will be okay. But yes, I understand your frustration. Uh, you know, I understand that anybody out there also shares those same frustrations when, when you see teams sitting down three or four starters, the two stars, whatever team that you have or whatever team that you follow out there and they continue to do that. It's a share of frustration by fans out there who are, also dedicating their time and their money to following the product. I might be on the way out in terms of being the bridge to what what sort of was what the NBA was. I, I, I don't think you ever anticipated the league not participating in games. You you could be frustrated with the rules. You could be frustrated with the the way, the style of play. You can get frustrated with how 
NBA players conduct themselves off the court. You can you can understand all that. What I don't understand is how are you? How is it okay to decide that you're not going to play in several games? One or two, I would understand. Okay, I get. Okay, you want to play seventy-five out of the eighty-two? Okay, I get it. But 68, 67, you're going to get paid that much money and you're going to miss one, almost a quarter of the year? This is just, you you set a bad precedent in so many ways there. You, You basically anger the basic principles of participation. If I missed 15 days of work, you missed 15 days of work. What would happen to you if you were working for somebody and it wasn't a holiday or it wasn't a vacation? There, there's going to be questions. The management is going to go, "What? where were you? What's going on? How come you're not available? Well, my foot hurts. Your foot hurts. Well, then you need to take a sick pay, right? Do they have sick pays in the NBA? I never, kind of, I never, sorta. What's the sick pay? Well, the sick pay is whatever you're getting paid. Aren't they independent contractors? Well, they're listed as such, but still, they get paid off their contracts, and you know it's categorized out as one out of eighty-two. But they're independent contractors, right? Yeah, unless they're suspended. Okay, so they're allowed to miss games according to Jordan Brown because Jordan Brown always looks at things in a positive way, but everything around them just keeps passing them by. Well, that's what happens when it keeps passing you by, G. Jay. That's what, at what point are you going to stop letting that pass you by and, and recognizing that there's a problem before it's too late? But then again, I mean, what's 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 too late mean? The, the networks are going to come back and say, oh, we're going to give you another couple billion dollars for this TV contract. That's why it's this is just a, a fantasy discussion at this point. I know exactly what's going to happen here. No one gives a crap except me. He's talking about you cannot feel well and cannot go to work. You're right. You can feel unwell. You can get sick. I mean, there, there's not. All right, Jay. Illnesses, COVID out Jay, there. what happens after, what happens at the 10th day and you tell your boss, I'm not feeling well. And then the following year, you missed 12 days. You weren't feeling well. And then the following year, you missed 14 days. Heck, let's use Ben Simmons as an example. He took a whole year off and had the nerve to put in a claim to get his money. They are finding teams, but there's such a minimal amount. I think what they found, they find 25,000 to I think that's just, you know, a I think Jordan's market. missing the point here. When you're a BS sniffer, like I am, I don't, I smell that BS a mile away. On many many things. I'm at what point? That. At what point? Well, you want me to say the word? You guys That's all know okay. what BS means, okay? Yes. I don't no, the sniffer part. It. It's the sniffer part. That well, got. well, you can you can look at it from a, that perspective, but you all know what I'm talking about. Yes, uh, I but do. you can go ahead and joke about it. That's okay. Uh, I I know what the, I know what I know what's fake and I know what's real, ninety nine percent of the time. So these guys decide that they don't want to play, but they want to still get paid. And you wonder why society gets upset with all these people. Because they're entitled a-holes who don't want to do jack crap for their money. I, don't, I mean, that, that's that's throwing a blanket. That's not fair to each and sure. every individual any NBA player, I don't think. Well, not to everyone, but it's the majority. We're at, we're at the majority now. It's flipped. But it's sometimes no longer it's an exception. Also a, Sometimes it's also a team asking to do that. Like, for instance, a team that could be tanking or a team that maybe the Lakers, is they thought, okay, it's in our best interest to sit down LeBron mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. off a game less than 24 hours ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should go ahead and sit him down just as a precautionary. He is turning 38 here in a matter of days. That's a precautionary thing. And it, it's not like, I mean, he wasn't arguing over it either if he would have had real issues with it, he would have gone and played because he's LeBron James and can he can actually override stuff like that. But it seems like, you know, these teams are, are giving them directions. Well, like pops, you know, in San Antonio, I mean, this is all, I don't say it all started from it, but it started from him. 
a lot of a lot of it stems from him. I don't want to say he's the first one to do it, but he's the first one to really make it public, make it out there that he was sitting guys down simply because of uh, you know the way the schedule was laying itself out. It's fantasy. I know nothing's going to change. The only concern here is these guys want to make their money and they'll let these guys sit. And they don't need the fans to be at the games anymore. If no one showed up at the games, they're still going to make their money off the TV contracts and sponsorships. Well, didn't didn't two years ago prove it? Or absolutely, and and I, I had I had mentioned that way before it even happened. I had mentioned I said, especially in the NFL, I was telling people more about the NFL, the NBA too. I said they don't need fans anymore. They don't need you. So all this crybaby stuff. I'm not watching the NBA. I don't believe in what they're doing. They don't need you. They don't need me. They already got it. They already got their contracts. And that's why all these guys are doing their, what is it, the uh, MGM bet companies and all those guys. All those guys are fronting all that money and they're betting on it and people are going to watch it. And that's it. The regular fan, like they said even 20 years ago, the regular fan is going to get priced out for the executive types. And more so now, the TV contracts have move the 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 everyday schmoes away from that too and there's still a bunch of those guys still paying these high prices to go to these games and that's just the the world we're living in we're living in a world where mediocrity is champion uh if you are driven to be great you are actually put down as an elitist as someone who is trying to be better than you and Here's the result. So continuing your reign as commissioner and obviously dealing with that as one of the big issues, is there anything else you would change or maybe what would you keep in place? What do you like about the game of basketball right now? Uh, I do like the, the athletic, uh, the skill sets are, are phenomenal. You have guys that can shoot from anywhere, guys that can get to the hole, guys that can, drop dimes they're entertaining uh the athleticism in general is just it's off the charts you i don't think we've ever seen as great at a greater players we've had in the past i don't think we've ever seen athleticism like we have in the last five years you have guys that are just got freakish athleticism that are doing amazing things um the technology is okay i think it's better in football than it is in basketball um yeah, I don't know how technology has changed at the NBA that much. I don't know. Where would you say it would change? Where would you say it would change, Jay? What, what, what's, what, what's it enhanced? At least in football, that first, that first down line, uh, things like where, where the kicker kicked his last kick so during the winning drive, well, those things but are he, cool. He, Jordan has a point, though. He says technology is changing how we're able to consume entertainment, which is true. Well, in, in the NBA, it's not that much. It's it's just not uh, other than maybe HD, HD. Yeah, but how you can I mean it's, you could change, you can watch it on the internet, you can watch it off your phone. Okay, yeah, yeah, that that's true. But I'm talking about the quality of the game, not the ability to watch the game. I'm talking the, about the, on the, the actual product. On the yeah, the product. The product has gotten really good in terms of its athleticism. You've never had this many freakish athletes in the NBA. Now you've had great players always in the NBA from the fifties and on, but you never had this kind of athleticism. So that's a good part. Guys that can shoot from anywhere. That's a good part. But another thing that I'd like to see change. And I think this is probably the most realistic thing is can you, can you let them play a little bit without monitoring every foul with some stupid review? If you have to go to a review to monitor a flagrant foul, you're already lost the argument to me. A flagrant foul should be obvious. Okay, not when a guy is going up in the air and his elbow happens to hit the guy in the head. Okay, you can tell when somebody gets fouled purposely. You don't need to spend 15 minutes analyzing it. That's that's something that I would... In the first two things I talked about, making the game more regional so they can stop crying about getting hurt because they're doing long distance, whatever, or a lot, you know, putting putting a, putting the the screws to those who are faking their injuries. 
We know that's not going to change. We know that's going to continue to go. He'll do their fines. He'll do their things, but it's never going to really solve the problem. But there is one thing that I for sure would do if I was a commissioner, and I and, and it would work. It would happen, and that is let's stop with this flagrant one, flagrant two BS. It's almost like that penalty in football that said when you when the receiver would catch the ball near the sidelines, and if you pushed him out, he was in because he was pushed out. Now – they, they made a great call on that in the NFL where they're like, look, he pushes you out, you're out. We're not going to make this more complicated. So if it's a flagrant foul, it's got to be obvious, and then you can kick him out if you want. And then stop, stop with the reviews for 10 minutes, please. Enough. And let these guys have a little emotion, okay? You suspended a guy for three games for defending his teammate who was getting kicked by an idiot. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you support punishing someone who was defending his teammate versus if somebody was kicking somebody while they're down and nothing happened to him? How does that make any sense? I know for me, I mean, if I was able to have any say to the commissioner i just try to say to keep it as wide open as fast as possible keep the game as the pace high the the, the game is more watchable when it's uh, a back and forth contest i know i I've, i know you said you like the the 90s the slug it out games of of past but you know a whole actually a culture would have to change back to that and and it's not going to do it anytime soon for me like right now up tempo games games where you're going to go ahead and be able to push the transition, things of that nature, not just because it's the Lakers, but because it's just a, a better product when teams are able to go ahead and do that. And like you said, it, it gives a better chance to showcase that athleticism, which you just talked about early on. Yeah, the, the athleticism is great. The shot making is great. Uh, I'd like to have the NBA support the emotional part of the game a little bit more instead of this is not football, okay? This isn't somebody trying to get – Maul, this isn't somebody getting mauled running a, a seam route by the safety. I get that. We get CTE. It's a major problem there. This is NBA. This is basketball. You can play physical here. You're not. You're not going to have brain damage in basketball. Uh, it's just not going to. Ha- it doesn't happen. Uh, doesn't, not, uh, I don't say it can happen. Well, I can get hit by a bus right now walking out of the house. What's it, what's it likely that that's going to happen? It's the same. It's the same. It's the same chance as as an NBA player having brain damage from a twelve year career. Am I wrong or am I right? I would say it's a little bit higher. I mean, because it's how how are you going to have brain damage playing in the NBA? I get elbowed. People get there's concussions already that have happened during the course. Okay, you get elbowed once. How often do you get elbowed in the brain? Well, if they have concussion like syndromes, then they probably got hit. Okay. No, it's many, not as prevalent as football. How many times? How many times? The last time I can remember there was a concussion issue this year was Brandon Ingram, and I don't remember what happened before that. Who had a concussion before Brandon Ingram this year? It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen in the NBA. You're not going to get brain damage. It's a 99.9% chance you're not going to get brain damage after having an NBA career. Let's be real here. So well, let these okay. guys, let these guys play a little bit. Let these guys play a little bit. Let them have a little bit of emotion. And if somebody out there is defending their teammate, don't suspend them for three games for retaliating. Maybe one game with pay. Because you're already paying these chumps who sit down on purpose. You can at least honor or reward the guy backing up his teammate by paying him while you suspend them. See how ass backwards that is? Does that make any sense, Gerald? I'm just going to say this. It does happen uh, a little bit more than what Joe is saying. Uh, actually, there's Who's got concussion. brain damage after an NBA career? Name me one. I'm not saying brain damage. I'm saying concussion. There, there has been players this season outside of Brandon Ingram that have gone to concussion protocol this season that are not named already. That are not named Brandon Ingram so I'm just telling you that it's a little bit more prevalent than you have stated. So I'm just saying that. That's all. I'm not saying it's NFL level because nothing else is NFL level right now. I mean, even in NASCAR where they hit walls at 200 miles an hour, still, I mean, there there are concussion pro, uh, protocols that they go through. 
but they're not to the level extent that NFL players are going through right now. No yes. one's dying in NASCAR anymore. You ever notice that? When was the last guy uh, someone died on the on the court on the on the on the track? Uh, I'm trying to look that up. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, it has been a while. But I think that's the realistic part that I would change. That's something that I think I could. That's that's the realistic thing that you could that you could change. You could put that down and say, "All right, enough of the monitoring of the flagrant fouls." And if these guys are in a playoff game and they're doing their little business here, let them do it a little bit. It, it's it's an emotional game. There's a lot of, and that's the fun part. That's the exciting part when somebody can get into somebody's face a little every now and then. If it's consistent, you can at least say, hey, guys, I'm giving you guys a couple warnings. Stop. And if they don't stop, then okay. I, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with the fact that you're going to give them texts. They, they used to do that before. I don't know why they had to turn it into this this. The second you look at somebody, you get a tech one. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what that, why, what the point of that is. Was it Dale Earnhardt? Really? No, I don't think. Dale, I, no, I think there's been a death since then. No, there's been a death since after Dale Earnhardt. That one was yeah. just, that one just definitely moved the needle to. IndyCar, there has been deaths, and yeah. just because it's open cockpit. There is there there is going to be everyone now. A Dan Whelan, I think also that he is in the in an open wheel car, Indy car. So that's the one I remember most recently. But there's there's been others that over the course of the years. It's not it's still you're right. It's not as prevalent as it once was, but still there there's occasional you know fatalities in that industry. Plus, with like I said, when it comes to basketball, there is individuals going through concussion protocol. It happens. A little bit more than you say, but yeah, it's not to the extent anywhere near what NFL is. Yeah, I, I understand that. I get that. But so much still to talk about on today's show. No, What's it was it? Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt was the last death. The last NASCAR. guy to die on the court, on the track was Dale Earnhardt. In NASCAR. Let's, let's, in, NASCAR. In, in NASCAR. In NASCAR, yes. Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. just clarify NASCAR. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. You, you, and didn't I think know that- you, you didn't think you were going to learn a little bit about NASCAR tonight, did you? Well, they, I know that they modified a whole bunch of things as far as the head. 2001, the head. by the way, uh, yeah. Jordan. But it, and, and I know they even tried to modify the helmet even more to make it even safer, to be more resistant. Uh, I know Dale Earnhardt Jr. had to retire because of the concussion issue. So I know because he, he's hit it more than once, but I'll leave it at that. But once again, it is uh, the Lakers fast break. Joe Sorrow has been commissioner. I truly appreciate him sharing his thoughts on what he would do with the league if he had a chance to go ahead and sit in as a term as commissioner. But before we head on out, my friend, wanted to go ahead and say it's that time again for everyone out there. It is that time to go ahead and vote today at NBA.com for the latest NBA All-Stars for the upcoming game that's going to happen. And <laughs> Joe scolding Jordan on our chat in february so it is presented by at&t so i tell you my friend as i bring the voting up here and you and i are minimized on screen we're going to go ahead and go over the actual all-stars that we're thinking of so i'm going to go ahead and start off right here in the front court let's go in the front court on the west so so who would you think is a good start off with uh, front court in the Western Conference? I'm going to start say for me, it's Nikola Jokic. At center, they don't do uh, no, centers. Front court. Right? They don't. They don't do centers anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd go Jokic. Okay. So there you go. Okay, let's do Nikola Jokic right there for you. Those are those are nice. I like that little thing mm-hmm. you're doing there. Yep. Sharp. It's pointing out right there. Okay. Very good. All right, and as far as uh, who else would you go ahead and do? So the other front court would be AD at the moment. Okay. Anthony Davis, vote. Okay. So I'm going to review my picks right now. First off, it's Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic. Anthony Davis, though, the longer the voting goes, maybe. Yeah. The- this, this is as of right now. It's very likely he will be moved out because if he's gone for two months, then he's not going to be an all-star. And uh, leaving Jordan on a good note, uh, as far as what he said, uh, as far as our last subject, Joe, I would make the season a month longer. No backs till no back to backs till the playoffs. You know, I, I can't argue with that. That's actually very good. I think that's a good. Yeah, Jordan, your 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 commentary is ridiculous. Ninety percent. I, th- I like that idea. No, I like. That I think idea. that's a terrible idea. The fact that the season's eight and a half months long is or is ridiculous. 
The I NBA would think should, a month longer, but maybe like it's extended two weeks. The, N- the NBA should be seven months, not eight and a half. That's ridiculous. All right. All right. And don't ever argue with me again. Well, Kip will argue. I know he will. So <laughs> maybe I will too from time to time. But let's get back to the voting right here for you at the Lakers fast break. Already picked Nikola Jokic and Anthony Davis. Again, that one's going to be tougher and tougher because of obviously what's going on with his foot. But he's uh, certainly, as of this point, he has played definitely like an all-star. The last front court player in the Western Conference. Who you got, my friend? You got to go mean, with that? I, 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 I mean, if, are we talking what I want or what likely will be? Let's go with what you want. I'm going to go LeBron. It's got to be LeBron. LeBron's always going to be a start in the in an all-star game is, until he retires. Okay. okay. Fair enough. So and got, then, yeah, go ahead. Is there anybody else that you would consider as a – I would have put Zion there. Zion might replace uh, Davis. Davis. All right, so let's go ahead and just take out Davis, just assuming the fact he's going to be gone over a month. Okay. And uh, because it, you know, when they're vague like that, I just, I do not, it's maybe it's the the realistic side of me. It just tells me that it's probably going to be, you know, when they're very vague and it's probably going to be longer than a month. So that's just, just what I'm thinking. So our front court is going to be Zion. James, Mr. LeBron himself, and Nikola Jokic, as everyone can see right there. Appreciate you following and listening. I'm Chi. Appreciate Jordan. You also wanted them to take a two-hour. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Uh, did you see the? Did you see Om's? Uh, aim, aim, um, um, hit the hit, hit, hit a home run there, man. Great, okay. great comeback. Did you hear that, Jay? All Listen right. to Om. Oh. <laughs> he knows exactly who you are, just like I do. All right, all right. Um, For the Western backcourts, who you got for a West Western Conference? That's easy. That's going to be you want you want both. Well, is it Luca? Luca's going to be there for sure. Luca, and then okay, and then and then uh, Curry. Would you go Curry because he's going to? He's also out. Yeah. Well, as of right now, he was. uh, You would put him over Jaw. They they were well. Jaw's going to be there. He was. Okay, from an availability standpoint and performance, it's going to be Jokic, it's going to be Zion, it's going to be LeBron, Curry, and Ja. I'm sorry, Luka and Ja. Because yeah, I'm just saying, the only reason why I don't have Stephen Curry would be the reason People are going to vote for Steph Curry to start. That's oh, yeah. why. And I, I have a feeling that. AD will also be up there as well. Correct, correct. Yeah. So, I mean, but I'm just saying, seeing how both Anthony Davis and Stephen Curry are going to be out for weeks, literally weeks on end that I'm thinking right now, if all goes to what is, who is available and who's going to most likely going to be there for the majority of the time, barring any injuries. I mean, and we're even saying that with Zion Williamson, there you go. That's, that's what we have right now for Western conference. All-stars is Luka Doncic, John Morant in the backcourt, Nikola Jokic, LeBron James and Zion Williamson in the front court. So not too shabby, not too shabby at all. Anybody left out? Booker, pretty name I'd say is very close to that. Would you put him instead of Jaw? No, I like Jaw better than Booker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, it's close to me. It's very close. Yes, very very close indeed. Uh, and I'd say that's the only difference is that. The Memphis Grizzlies are leading the Western Conference uh, as uh, we're talking about this. So probably go ahead and give him the slight edge. Although Phoenix has won a couple. Actually, no, they did lose tonight. I'm sorry. So Denver is actually uh, tied atop the Western Conference as we talk about this with Memphis. With New Orleans uh, and the Phoenix Suns a game behind. So really all mixed in together. So you really can't go wrong if you choose uh, Morant or if you choose Booker on that. They're for all-star game, Jaw is better than Booker. Yeah, he's more exciting. I get that. Jaw is more athletic, more exciting to watch. I understand that. Uh, I'm still going, you know, we're, that's why we're going with Jaw Morant right now. And the fact that, again, that Memphis has just been a little bit better this season than Phoenix overall. All right, let's go to the Eastern Conference, my friend. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Coming right at you with our all-star picks right here for you as you see live right here on our YouTube channel. If you haven't yet subscribed to the YouTube channel, please go ahead and do so. You get all of our post games and whenever we go live on the air with 
course, MBA observations, and also as well, Lakers History 101. In the front court, my friend, in the Eastern Conference, who is going to start off with that for you? Embiid. Okay. I would start with Tatum, personally. This is scary, man, because they, they pop up the I, bit. I don't see Tatum as a front court player. He's a two. He's 6'10". He's a two. He's not a what two. He's 6'10". He's not 6'10", is he? He is 6'10". No, he's not. He's like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, he's 6'10". No, he's not. Jason Tatum is not 6'10". No freaking way. He's 6'8". Okay, 6'8". All right. So yeah. he's halfway between you and what you and I said. All right, fair enough. All right. Don't don't but, ever make that mistake again, please. But he's not a guard, man. No, no, he's not. He's a he's a he's a backcourt guy to me. Him and Jalen Brown are twos playing together. That's it. There's they're not. They're, it, that's what they are. What do you want to say? I'm just. I'm All right. Saying, he's not front a court. Guard. Front court. Embiid. Joel Embiid. Okay. Giannis. Okay. And Durant. Wow, Jason Tatum gets cut off. Tatum goes to the two. He'll be the backcourt. But he's not a list as a backcourt. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. See, to me, he's a two. Type his name in there. It doesn't come up. He, he needs to be a two. The question now is the backcourt in the East. Who's going to be the other starter? Jose uh, says Booker and Tatum will never get the respect they deserve. I'm trying to give them the respect they deserve. So don't tell me they're not getting the respect they deserve. I'm trying to convince Joe that Tatum is a forward and that he is supposed to be in the front court. What 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 respect do you want? What do they deserve? I really think he should be ahead of uh, uh, Durant at this point. I, I want to know what respect you're you're asking about, Jose. What, what exactly you want me to do? You want me to, you want me to go back in time during the finals and motivate Tatum to play well? And do you want me to also motivate Booker for not showing up after taking a 2-0 lead in the 2021 finals? Come on, I'm guys. Gonna, I'm going to sneak in Tatum there. I just He's, he's a four. He's, he's actually the, the leading candidate for MVP. So... He is he is the leading candidate for MVP right now. If the MVP voting started today, he would be the MVP. I don't know why he's a front court player. That's a he's a he's a shooting guard. I don't know what where this is coming from. All right. Well, I'm just saying that's the only place where you can vote him. And I, if he's the leading MVP candidate, you got to go ahead and give him some credit on that. And I, I'd, I'd put him a hair over uh, right now, Kevin Durant in the front court right there for you. So that leaves us with the two guard positions for the Eastern Conference. So some of the uh, options, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown, who they consider a guard, even though he's a similar height as as Jason Tatum. Really? Yes. Well, Jalen Brown's going to be there, right? You want Jalen Brown? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Donovan Mitchell, who's been playing sensational at almost 30 points a game. Kyrie Irving, we won't even talk about right now. Trey Young, Trey Young has been this, even though it's twenty-seven points a game. I don't think he, at ten assists. I really don't think he's had uh, overall a great shooting season. And of course, Atlanta has been eh as far as overall this season. So I don't think he gets it. I would go Donovan Mitchell. I really think Donovan. Mitchell. Um, I think Trey Young has probably had a better statistical first half. Than, any, I, than anyone. You're talking about a guy that's almost 30 and 10 assists. Uh, but he, the team is in Atlanta has not been done well. They're 16 and 15. This is an all-star game. This is not a team MVP award. Yeah, but he, Donovan Mitchell's averaging 30 points a game himself. Okay. It's listed right there on our screen. I think, I think I'm more impressed by a guy that's averaging two less points a game, but throwing an, an almost six assists more a game. 
Uh, you see he's causing problems. His his true shooting percentage is not that is, great. Is, is, is this a uh, personality contest or an all-star no, game? No, this is an all-star game. That get, But I really think that uh, Donovan Mitchell has been playing more like an all-star this season. Donovan Mitchell plays, this. I don't know, they're pretty much the same. They're offensive guys that don't play defense, right? For the most part, yes. Yes, so I would rather go with Trey Young. I don't know about that. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Guys, calm down as far as the name calling and stuff like that. We don't need to go ahead and... uh... (laughs) It's just just, uh, all-star voting. Come on, you... I'll tell you what, you guys go NBA. Hey, let them let them let, let them defend themselves. It's okay. Okay. All right. Let All right. them do their thing. Sissy All boy right. naming me one time Devin Booker's hasn't choked in the playoffs. It's a great question. Damn, you're killing it tonight. This is this is the harsh reality, people. You have to understand. We're not saying things that aren't being done. These are things happened. I wouldn't say, we wouldn't say. You know, you can't you can't sit there and tell someone this guy doesn't have a lot of respect. Well, I I I have the immense respect for Jason Tatum, and there have been great players like Magic, Kareem, and 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 many many great players that have have come up short when it mattered. And Tatum is one of them, but he's making up for it this year, from what I've seen. He's on a he's on a warpath at the moment. And we'll see what happens when he gets in the playoffs to see if he can make up for what what likely cost the Celtics a title, which is he did not play well. He did not play well in 2022. So you can't you can't say this guy's underrated or he's not respected enough. I'm sorry. Primetime players, you got to be a primetime player when it matters. Otherwise, you, you, that respect level starts to go down. It's not fair, but that's that's sports. You have to accept it. Well, I think he's played very well this season. I think he's actually been the most consistent, uh, great player, especially for playing for with Boston. He and Brown have been very devastating as a duo. I think that right now he's... They are coming down to earth a little bit, though. A little bit, a little bit, but they're still got the best record in the NBA, and, and he's been a great part of it. And I think, again, he'd probably be the first choice for MVP out there if the MVP voting started today. As far as if, if you know, if all the writers and whatnot, I think he is the leading candidate. I think in that straw poll on ESPN, he is currently the number one choice for MVP based off of what the early tabulations from actual legitimate MVP voters have, have already said and indicated that he's the early leader in the clubhouse. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But well, there the Bucks, are my the Bucks, the Bucks actually have a better record than the Celtics right now. Is that the case? Let's go ahead and check it because they were, didn't yesterday. So they might have, but they had a win today or Boston yeah. had a loss. Yeah, you're right. They have sneaked into first place because Boston has lost two. So they are a half game above Boston. But I, I'd probably say, I mean, has Giannis played to the Latin level as far as – I think it's been more of a team effort for Milwaukee this season. Milwaukee, of course, he's played really, really well. I'm not going to try and slight what he's done, but I don't think he's been – as uh, I don't think he has stood out as much as he did in his two MVP seasons that he's had himself. Well, you can't compare those seasons to this. If I had to pick an MVP under the criteria of is your team playing well and your numbers are, you know, off the charts. I mean, he did have a 42 point game yesterday and 10 rebounds beating the Pelicans, which is a pretty good team. So why would, uh, why would a guy who's, you know, playing, 2010 ball and kind of doing it with ease 
almost averaging five assists a game. It's kind of it's kind of in that KG mode. Those are KG stats, right? The twenty ten and five. Yeah. And at this point, you're. I'm sorry, he's not. That's that's his career uh, stats. He's averaging uh, thirty one points a game. Uh, yeah, right I, now, if I'm, if I'm correct, right? Yes. Is, is, is that true? Yeah. Yes. So so thirty one points a game and eleven rebounds a game. With five assists, he's actually doing more, almost Shaquille O'Neal numbers at that point. Well, it's very impressive what these guys are doing right now. Oh, and and and, and, and here's the great thing: he's doing it playing under thirty-three minutes a game. So the efficiency is really good there. Impressive indeed, and yeah. uh, again, that's why we have him as listed one of our All Stars. I'm sneaking my ballot as far as Mitchell, although the only thing that differs right there. Okay, let me go ahead. In the Western Conference, we have Zion Williamson in the front court, LeBron James in the front court, and Nikola Jokic in the front court. And then the back court of the West would be Luka Doncic and John Morant. We do not have Stephen Curry, and we do not have Anthony Davis simply because of the fact we know that they're going to be out a month. And that's the only reason why. So, uh, you know, hold your hold your hate on us for so far. So, I will go ahead and mention in the Eastern Conference, we've got Jalen Brown, and I have Donovan Mitchell. Joe has Trey Young. I, and in the front court, it uh, looks like it was a close deal for Kevin Durant. He's just, unfortunately, just missed out. You've got Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Jason Tatum right now. So if you have any questions about that, do you have any thoughts? I know Booker is also being heavily thought, taught about. He can, in the next couple of weeks, he can be someone that could be right there, could be replacing and could actually win a starting job in the backcourt for the NBA All-Stars. So definitely wouldn't be surprised by that. But if you have any questions, thoughts, or comments on it, please let us know. Always at uh, YouTube right there for you. Or also as well, Lakers Fast Break on every social media outlet or Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. Joe, any thoughts on our All-Stars before we head on out? Uh, we know this is not going to be it, right? Durant's going to be in there, uh, and Curry's probably going to be in there. I, do you think Curry's going to be out two months? He's going to be out at least a month with the shoulder issues. So. If he's out a month, he'll be back in time to do some things, and then he'll be he'll be in he'll be in front of uh, job because Steph Curry is uh, he's the the era's he's this era's main guy with, yeah. with LeBron. I think Durant is going to be in front of uh, either. I don't know how Tatum is a front court player. That doesn't make any sense. If I was to switch that out, uh, first and foremost, I'd put uh, Trey Young where Mitchell is, put Tatum where Brown is, and then put uh, put Durant where Tatum is. I think that that would be more that would be more ideal okay. for an All Star game. Again, I think they should just make it five open slots, and there you go. Just five open slots, and then you put in the five. There you go. There you go. There you go. There I go, indeed. But once again, it is the Lakers Fast Break. It is our NBA observations. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Joe, I mean, uh, you've had some great thoughts today. Any last thoughts before we head on out? No. No, none at all? No? I think I've given a lot of thoughts tonight. Okay. That's a lot of thinking indeed. Uh, Jose says Curry is not going to be shooting the same. Do you think he's going to be the same person? Look at Clay Thompson. How did you do tonight? Not very good. I didn't see the game, but you're probably right. The Shoulders, that's a big injury for someone. That, if, we're, that, if, we're gonna, if we're going to have our final thoughts like Jerry Springer, now that Jose brought up Clay Thompson, I think the Golden State Warriors have are going to have a continuous uh, hangover this year from their title. I think this might be the last run for the for the Warriors. I think that last year was the last run for them, from what I've seen. It doesn't look good for them right now, especially no. with uh, Curry out for a month. The Lakers, if LeBron James can get any kind of momentum and he would actually be in the games, maybe, who knows, maybe we can just leapfrog them and get back into the thick things in the Western Conference. You never know. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of dead right now. We don't really know where it's going to end. 
So we'll probably know in a couple more months, God help us, two more months of this not knowing what's going to happen with AD and Curry and each of these guys. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tough one. But stay tuned here until Lakers fast break so you can get the latest updates on everything going on within the world of the Lakers. We go ahead and report it to you each and every day. Go ahead and check us out tomorrow on our live watch party as the Lakers head into Sacktown to go ahead and face off against the Sacramento Kings. And then, of course, afterwards, we're going to be live after the game. I hopefully will be right after the game. Planning on it, at least. We're doing it right now. So all depends on Joe and my schedule. And right now, during the holiday season, we're kind of busy and packed up with a lot of different things. But we'll try to make it right after the game. We'll provide you the best analysis and opinions out there. Course, no one else can do it like we can. Tango Joe, I'm excited to see what the Lakers can do tomorrow. Sands, Anthony Davis, with arrested LeBron James. He's listed as probable, questionable, I think, according. Maybe he's a game time decision. You think the Lakers can go ahead and do it in Sacramento tomorrow night? Um, sure. <laughs> Such confidence. Such confidence in me, but. Once again, we will be here after the game to go ahead and make sure that you know exactly everything that's going on in the world of the Lakers. And, of course, we'll be here talking about the game, talking about what went right, what went wrong, and looking forward to seeing what's up ahead on the road for the Lakers. It's the Lakers Fast Break. Looking forward to some great conversations. Again, thanks so much to the chat room with Jose, Jordan, uh, Amchi, also, as well, of course, our, our Sangerstein knocked it out of the park again. Just great having everyone aboard. My friend, don't you share some love for friends in the chat room before we head on out? No. Well, it's the best Lakers chat room that's out there, my friend. Okay. All right. Indeed. But once again, it's Joe Sorrell. Please go ahead and check him out today at Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. And again, if you need your lawn transformed into something much more beautiful than it is today and you live in the Southern California area, Simblades, Simblades with a Y, dot com. Absolutely. Shameless plug for there. All right. I didn't start this, by the way. That was Gerald's decision. Follow me. I never asked, but I, I appreciate I, it. Thank yes, you. I, I don't get any payola. It's just I. It already... It, it, he it, graces it, us with his presence. So it already it business. already created a great commentary with the narcissistic questions and when 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 you have a crowd that this the that denigrates you online, that's when you know you've made it. Yeah, and denigrate you they have indeed. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Truly appreciate you watching and listening. Oh, Joe's crying. He's crying. You really love me. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. I always get the end mail. That's for sure. But once again, it's the well, Lakers. I, 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 they can always come on the show. And, but yeah, never, and we do tell them that. Yes, we do. And they never show up. We have asked before. They, they never do. show up. Yes. Joe I don't know. Had, I don't know any other show that does that, by the way. That's, Joe that's, has received complaints on Twitter and we have we've, asked we've gotten complaints. I've been called names. I've been called someone who doesn't watch basketball. Imagine that. Somebody telling me I don't watch basketball. You're talking to a guy that knows every champion since 1947. 48. It's really 48, right? 47, 48. Yeah. Knows every MVP from 69 to now. And it's just a beautiful thing when someone tells me that I don't know anything or I don't watch basketball. I think it's just it, it's 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 a it's a it, it just always proves the point of what I say on the show that you guys think with your hearts. I think with this, and this always beats this. This beats this. All right. Fair Why is it so to... quiet? You can hear a pin drop after that. <laughs> But once again, it's the Where'd Lakers. everyone go, man? What happened? <laughs> once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Again, we'll be here tomorrow night talking some great things going on. Hopefully a win for the Lakers at Sacramento. Gary A says, Joe, keep it real. You guys deserve lots of growth in the upcoming year. Yes, we are hoping for a lot of growth for this channel. If you have anyone out there that loves their basketball talk, please go ahead and ask them kindly, if they could, out of all respect, 
get us over the hump, at least get get it to 400, 500, 600 subscribers. Let's get us more. Let's get over a thousand subscribers. We're looking to get over a thousand subscribers and go from there. Looking to get this thing on the big level that the Lakers Nation and those other Lakers shows that are not as good as ours, they're already on. We're looking to get there and look to get there very quickly or as quickly as we can. So if you can, please go ahead and help us out. Thumbs up, subscribe, and it is greatly appreciated by us. But it is the Lakers fast break. We will be here tomorrow to valuetainment. As far as valuetainment is concerned, there's no better place to go than Lakers fast break. And I'll say this once one last time. We'll be back tomorrow for the post game against Sacramento. Go ahead and check out our live stream as well as far as during the game at playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. But we'll be here after the game talking to Sacramento Kings and our beloved Los Angeles Lakers right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.